everybody. It's Allison Kaskowski. Thank you so much for tuning into this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope that wherever you are on this Tuesday morning that you are doing something fun and positive for yourself in the area of fitness, self-care, or otherwise. And so today I have a really interesting guest today. And if you've you've followed me over the last several months, um, and and I've really been intentional about what I've chosen to talk about because I feel like I feel like sort of there's some of us, depending on where you are in the world, that are kind of coming out of what I like to call the COVID window. And then there are the rest of us that are just simply just trying to trying to survive, trying to figure out how best to function and how best to adapt. And depending on where you are in the world, you may fall into one of those two categories. But but even if you don't, I think right now, I think especially as we head into fall, you know, I think the summer obviously has been really like no other summer that I'm sure we can all imagine with all the restrictions and everything that have been in place. But I think right now, I think the main message that I'm getting from people is how tired and worn out and and stressed and overwhelmed people feel. And I think that's probably a combination of two things. I think it's a combination of, you know, the consistently adapting to what we think is going to be the new normal. And two, it's just, it's working with having the weight of everything that's been happening on our backs. You know, it's just this consistent battle every day to just manage it all. And I think that's a perfect metaphor for what my guests and I are going to talk about today, because with respect to how you do you with fitness, self-care, workout program, or whatever, I think it's so important to examine the things that you're doing daily that can help you not just manage it all better, but in a way that actually helps you be a better version of yourself. And that's really, really the message of my show in general. So my guest today is Felicia Sanders. She um, has traveled the world. I will let her tell her story here shortly. But we were able to connect online and, um, and we, I just, I thought that it would be really good for my audience really to hear um, her story and the battles that she's, the hurdles that she's had to overcome in order to make fitness a really central piece in her life. So Felicia, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Allison, for having me today. I'm excited to be here. No problem. I'm glad we were able to work this out. So so Felicia, like I said, has traveled the world. She's originally from Indonesia. So um, why don't you tell my audience a little bit about your, your travel background? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a very, I I feel like it's unique (laughs) to me, but um, it's been quite a journey, I guess. When I look back, I was born in Indonesia. Um, That's the biggest archipelago. I think most people probably have heard of Bali. So Uh I was born about 30 minutes away from Bali, which is, you know, now I know it's a paradise. Yeah. (laughs) Then I kind of took it for granted, but um, so I grew up in this beautiful island. Um, if you can imagine, it was the rainforest. So I, you know, it's it's kind of weird now talking about it because it feels so different from my life now. But um, I grew up in this little community. Um, I was raised Catholic, very strict. And in, you know, back then, it was very unusual for, for girls to play sports. It It was very unusual for me to join a swimming team and to do what I want to do and especially to travel the world. And I never really imagined that where my life would take me, but um, all my life, I guess when I was little, I always felt like I was called to do something more. Mm -hmm. And I always 
I, I felt like I never really fit into a specific label, so to speak. Um, you know, for example, when I was little, I was kind of like always being called like, you're not light skin enough, or you're not um, athletic enough, or, you uh-huh. know, you're, you're a girl, like, why are you trying this? And, yeah. you know, people sometimes tend to project their own limiting beliefs. And for the longest time, I did listen to that voices that kind of prevent me from doing what I really want to do. So long story short is when I was nine years old, my dad, you know, at the time worked for Chevron, which is an American company. And I was blessed, you know, he came one one evening and out uh-huh. of the blue, he just basically told me and my mom, it's like, guess where we're going next month? We're going to Colorado. And uh-huh. and we were just like, you know, and I have no idea where that is, honestly. As an eight-year-old kid, I have no idea where that is. Yeah. Um, I did not speak a single world of English. And so my world was like, I was, you know, to say the least, I was freaking out as a kid. I was excited, but I was also terrified. Couldn't sleep for weeks. And I think, you know, uh, it turns out to be the best experience of my life. Um, yes, I did not know any English, but people were so welcoming. We were um, living in this little small town called Rangeley, Colorado, which is, you know, at the time it was only 5,000 people. There was one stoplight, one gas station. So, so as you can imagine, it was very shocking to me as a kid. But what I found interesting is like when I start embracing what I think life should be and what I think humans should be interacting with each other. I think those limiting beliefs were really an eye-opener for me because as soon as I let go of those fear and uh-huh. just start embracing people for who they are, for what they are, it's like life becomes this, like it evolves to something more beautiful than I expected. Right. I gain so many friendship. I start playing sports and I start thinking like, you know, even if I'm not good at it, I still enjoy it. And that's okay. Like we don't have to gain a medal for everything that we do. That's true. That's very right? true. So I, I, I love that. I think it kind of like totally is the beginning. I would say if I look back, that was the beginning of my love for adventure. And to me, adventure really speaks the volume of not knowing where you're going <laughs> is like, you know, like embracing the joy of being in the unknown. Right. I, right. But I also think yeah. too, like you mentioned that you moved here when you were nine. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, you're old. It's like, that's probably you're, you're not really, you're almost like an older child, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that, you know, you realize that there's going to be change coming along, but you don't view it quite the same way as say a teenager would. So you're sort of still like, this is an adventure, but at the same time, you don't really expect. Yes, yes, absolutely. And you know what else, Allison, that I found like, you know, just kind of thinking back about what I learned as a kid was those labels that I found to be true where mm-hmm. I grew up, suddenly it was kind of flip. When I was in Colorado, I was like, suddenly becomes, you know, like people thought I was Hawaiian because my, my skin was very tanned, like very quickly. So it's like those things that were, you know, that I was being judged for suddenly it was flipped. And I think what actually it gave, what, what it taught me is like all these labels are just a bunch of artificial things that people put on ourselves, And uh-huh. sometimes, you know, it's our own fear of what we don't understand that we tend to label things and categorize things so that our brain can process things, but it really shouldn't be the, the reason why you shouldn't do something, you know, if that makes sense. (laughs) No, I think, I think that's very true. I think Mm -hmm. that sometimes we're our own worst enemy. 
you know, we, absolutely. and, you know, from, I mean, and in my work, I teach, I teach some mindset in all my work and from coaches that I've worked with, it's, you know, mm-hmm. our mind always wants to keep us in a position where we're safe, you know, where our brain right. wants to do anything different. Exactly. And I think, you know, I think uh, going back into the fitness and travel, you know, and I actually do own a travel company as well. But what I found interesting is, you know, people sometimes doesn't want to go or they're afraid to like travel, not not at this time, obviously, but like, you know, even this this year is just completely Mm -hmm. unusual in that. It's not not typical by any stretch. Right, exactly. But even just like, you know, when you try something like, you know, sometimes me, myself, especially in the past, I would be so attached to the outcome that I forget to like being in the moment and truly enjoy like, look where I am right now, you know, don't focus so much about where am I going to find new friends? You know, can I run that first mile? You know, like you just don't want to put so much pressure in yourself and just like be in the moment, like, you know, look how far you've come. And, you know, for me, when I start swimming, when I start running and when I start doing triathlon and all this stuff that I never thought I could be like, it's not like I just woke up one morning and said, you know, I'm going to run 26.2 miles today. (laughs) You know, like nobody just have that epiphany one morning, but you, you know, I think you started small and you start, like you said, with the mindset thinking, you know, let me just try, you know, the first mile, see right. how it feels. And I think when you follow those breadcrumbs, it's like, you'll be surprised at what you find at the end. <laughs> yes. No, I love that. And that's yeah. so much about what, what I teach and what, what I really think really what this show is about. It's about when you're looking at how you do fitness and self-care for yourself, it really is a trail of breadcrumbs because every day is a little bit different. Right, exactly. And, you know, like to me, one of the, um, my like best runner friend, she always said, Don't, never judge a, never judge the first mile, never judge a run by the first mile because the first mile they usually always suck. And, you know, it's, it's always true because like, you know, that's like how we should live our life. Like, you know, just because you try something new, you have to be, very, you know, you have to embrace, you you have to give yourself grace. Like it's not going to be always pretty. That's right. You know, any positive changes doesn't always feel like it, you know, any new beginning can be daunting. Like, you know, when I first moved to Colorado, I, I honestly was terrified, but if I let that fear stop me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have the experience that I had that totally changed my life. And I think that's the same thing I think with fitness, because I think a lot of times when I, why I love fitness so much is because it gives me clarity and it teach me so much that, hey, just because like the first half a mile, I, I feel like I'm about to die, doesn't mean the rest yeah. of it is going to feel that way. And actually totally. every single time that I did a great exercise, I always felt like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I did that. And it was such a great, you know, kind of mental um, boost and then the rest of my day usually feels so much better. Right, right. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about your just a little bit, not too much, but just a little bit about your fitness journey and like okay. um, you know, what were some of the things that you found that you did that you really I mean, because you 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 talked a lot about being afraid to do different things. So mm-hmm. what fitness kind of helped change that for you? Absolutely. So 
I think what fitness has helped me to do, for example, like the first time I try out for a swimming team, I mm-hmm. never thought I was going to be good at it. You know, honestly, uh-huh. I think my, my parents signed me up just so that I have a good life skills, you know, because swimming is one of those life skills that you never know when you're going to need it. And just kind of overcoming that barrier of like, can I do it? I turns it turns out to be one of the best thing I ever did, and I won many awards. But that, those are not kind of the qualifier why, you know, I, I kept doing it. It's just mm-hmm. because I enjoy doing it. it. It strengthened my body, so it kind of gives me the self confidence that I need to know, uh-huh. like, hey, you know, I can do this. Like just overcoming that first leap of faith it does give me that mental boost to think like you know what it's not so bad I can do this um you know and I think it kind of um it, it, that's kind of what inspires me to write the upcoming book you know which is about a seal who overcomes this fear of going and swimming to a different uh-huh. island um and in fitness when I try to do my triathlon for the first time it was actually somebody canceled on someone. So it was kind of like, you know, a synchronicity of events. And I feel like it it sounds like it was one of those things, one of those, some people might call it fate, but it sounds like it, the the universe kind of lined that up for you. Right. It absolutely. I am a true believer that nothing is a coincidence in life. I agree with you. I feel the same way. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I was only 10 years old, Allison. So this is kind of funny because um, it was actually a mom of my mom's friend who were the triathlete and she got sick that morning. So she couldn't run. And I was a swimmer. So I was already kind of signed up and, you know, I already have the outfit to do it. And so she called my mom that morning and said, Hey, listen, like I'm really sick. Can your daughter do it for me? And I never ran in my life. Like I never have. And I thought, Oh my gosh, like what, you know, you have two options here. And as a, as a 10 year old, I'm just like, I don't know how to run. I don't, never ran before other than the fact that, you know, in PE school, but that's a completely different type of running. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. Yeah. But so I, think I think what you found it too, yeah. from what I'm hearing you say is that by being put in these different positions to do mm-hmm. that felt brand new to you at the time is, is that it sounds to me like thing is, is that not only did you surprise yourself with just the fact that you could just do it, but that you yep. learned that not only are you, you know, you're stronger than you thought, but you've been able to, um, you've been able to transfer a lot of those lessons into the rest of your life, right? Absolutely. I think it's, um, you know, if I, if I can summarize that in one sentence, it's probably just being aware of my, my own limiting beliefs, because, uh-huh. you know, like triathlon, marathon. And my mom always say, why are you doing this? Like, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes is un- or they would, they would think, you know, the, the only reason why people exercise to look good or to feel good. Of course, that's like a, a right. product of self-discipline. But I think for me personally, it kind of like helps me to overcome my own limiting beliefs. Uh-huh. I never thought I was going to be able to run 26 miles. I never thought I was going to be able to run, you know, I mean, or, or to swim a mile. So I think sometimes it's just kind of like, hey, you know, like pushing your own limit. You're not in competition with anybody else. You're in competition with your own limiting beliefs. And in life, 
we have so many voices that told us no. I think, right. you know, we shouldn't be like to your point earlier, like we shouldn't be our biggest enemy. We should be our own advocate, our cheerleader. Yes, like, you know, we should I agree say, with that. I can well, do and this. It, you know, something that I use in my teachings with my, you know, not just with mm-hmm. my clients, but in my, um, in my Facebook community is yep. I talk a lot about celebrating the wins. Yes, absolutely. You know, and every, yep. everything that you do is a win. And right. But because it's important. Otherwise, why would you bother? Exactly. Exactly. And discount, we tend to discount the, the little wins. You know, we tend to think, well, that doesn't matter. That's only this. That's only that or whatever. Mm-hmm. When we tell ourselves that, then our mind remembers that too. Right. Right. And, and I think, you know, uh, with the wins, I love that, by the way. I think we don't celebrate ourselves enough. We're so no, critical totally. of ourselves. And then we wonder why we feel exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, um, you know, we're always our own worst critic, like what you just Right. Said. Right. You know, and I think, I think, you know, to your point, doing the, the races and just by you just deciding that you were going to try something different, even though you really didn't know what it was going to look like, you didn't know how you were going to do but what you were more interested in was just just being observant of the journey that you're on. And that's really what the mm-hmm. here is when you look at it. It is a journey. Yes, I, I think that's exactly what why I love it so much is because I think, you know, people sometimes often we we as human being loves to compare ourselves against yeah. other people. But oh, in totally. reality, like I think success, you know, whether it's in fitness, whether it's in business, whether it's in family life, mm-hmm. everybody's success looks different. And we should right. always say, we should look at ourselves and be truthful. Like, Hey, yeah. you know, what do I want? Like, sometimes we get lost. Like I know I get lost in the shuffle. And sometimes I feel like I look at success in the past as if like, it's a bunch of like checklists and, yeah. you know, and, and I found myself having all this, but I still feel unfulfilled and unhappy, you know, cause like you can still like, you know, go from, from A to B, but you're unhappy with the way you get there. And then to me, that's not how I want to live my life. Um, and so I think there is such an important message where you have to be honest with, you know, who you are, what you want in life unapologetically. Like you don't have to justify that. Yes. I totally agree with that. You know, you don't say like, Oh, like I want to do, I want to write a book because like, if you want to do what you do, even, you know, I told my daughter, she's 10 and it's like, you know, during this pandemic, if you want to dress up, dress up in the kitchen, do it, but don't do it for anybody else. You know, like yeah. do what makes you happy. Like right. just be you. And I, know well, and I just, I think that, I think if anything, mm-hmm. I think, I think if people, if we're really honest, I think the last five or six months, I think people have really re-examined what it is that makes them happy. You know, I mean, I don't know how many people have, you know, let me back up for a minute and start over. I feel like for, you know, before this pandemic, you know, you look at last year and the beginning of this year, you know, nobody would have thought we'd be where we are now. But by the same token that the things that we thought were normal, we basically took for granted. So you're about your daughter putting on a dress in the kitchen. I mean, why would you put a dress on in the kitchen? You know, if that's right. if that's what makes you feel alive, then do it, you know? Right, right. Absolutely. And I love that because it's like, you know, going back to like celebrating small wins, I think sometimes we need to celebrate just like, and just 
live your truth because sometimes like, you know, we are so afraid of being judged, you know, me, myself included. Like I think sometimes when I post something on social media, like I, I tend to always like, okay, is this going to be received? Is this going to be well received? And sometimes you know, who's going to like it? What if it it makes somebody mad? What if I offend somebody, you know, I think Mm -hmm. things that go through our head. Yes. And including like, you know, sometimes like the people that's closest to me, you know, I, I notice, and I think sometimes it's just like, you know, this is like what I posted yesterday. It's just like the unbecoming of all these spaghetti noodles that doesn't really matter in the long run, you know, cause like to me, it's like, as long as you know who you're becoming and you know, what makes you happy, what makes you, you, um, stop putting all the labels that you're conditioned to believe in and just start being like, you know, like, you know, for example, like when I start my fitness journey, it's like, when I start believing that I can do that first mile, it's like, it was a game changer because that yeah. type of mentality is how I foresee, you know, for example, like running my business, I have to feel great. It doesn't have to be like, you know, oh gosh, like, you know, I got this million dollar idea. It doesn't have to feel that way, but just taking that first step to me, it's like the first win. And then you follow the breadcrumbs and you start seeing the footsteps, you know, where you're supposed to be. But that whole process, sometimes we tend to shortcut it because we likes like instant gratifications. Like, you know, how can we get, you know, how can we drop 10 pounds fast? It's like, you know, that's no, no, I hear you. It's like you're missing sometimes like the becoming of who you truly are in the process, you know? Well, and I think sometimes though, it's, it's those things, you know, those events, those, those things that we do where we feel the most afraid. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. point that bring up the limiting beliefs and all mm-hmm. the fears and everything that that holds us back. You know, in any right. sense, it's those instances, it's right? Very opportunities that teach us, and they're that are the biggest opportunities for growth. Absolutely, I think I think that's so true. Like you know, when you stay in your comfort zone, like now there's there's times where where maybe that's true, but I think that you know it you know it in your heart when you're not at the right place or you're not happy with certain thing in your life, um, and I think you you have the option. Like you always have a choice, and I know this. Like several years back, I didn't think I, I had a choice, but yeah. you know, I, I felt like I gained so much strength, I guess, when I start owning some of the problems that's happening in my life, some of the unhappiness that I created. And, you know, when you start taking ownership of your own life and start working on your own self, it's like the rest of it is going to fall into place with time, you know? Well, and I think that, you know, from just allowing yourself to have the experience, there's always something you can take away. Yeah, exactly. When you signed up to do a triathlon or when you started swimming, you know, the, you were probably the first place your mind went was, is I don't know how good I'm going to be. But on the other hand, look at what you got out of it. I mean, you're right. afraid of the water now, you know, it's right. You view it more as an adventure and in anybody's book, that's a win. Absolutely. And, and there, you know, in that moment, I honestly did not know if I can, I can finish the race. I'm sure. And I was so afraid of like making, like, you know, I'm making a fool of myself. Like, what if I get injured? And, yeah. you know, and it's not just like my own voices, because other people will start telling you this. When, right. Every time you step out of your comfort zone, there will be a bunch of people that will tell you why you can't do it. Oh, of <laughs> course. That's always right. the case with anything, not just right. self-care. That's, that's life. 
Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's like, you know, we have the choice, like whose voice are we going to listen to? And it's not, you know, it's not their job to kind of baby you into understanding. Yeah, there's going to be people that's in your tribe that's, you know, that's meant to help you. But, you know, I think we have to take ownership of our own journey in life yes our own do. happiness yes well, and there's I, just there there are always there are always lessons that we can learn exactly exactly but but it's but it's pushing ourselves through the physical challenges which is what obviously what fitness does and a large mm-hmm. of why I'm in this field to begin with is is that these are the metaphors for life this is what helps us strengthen what I like to call the mental muscle which is the confidence yes you know the self-concept just the you know, the, the grit and the tenacity that, that you know you can do it. You know, you might have one, but who cares? That's, I mean, that doesn't have to be your goal. Exactly, exactly. And I think mental fitness, I think, you know, if I can just do one thing in, you know, where it's an academic, we don't put a lot of emphasis on, on mental fitness, right. at least no, not we now. don't in general. Right? I don't think so. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was writing this post the other day and I was like, only 20% of like our success or what we consider as our success comes from having the talent, having a skill set. The rest of it is about like just your mental strength, like how you get yourself back up there when you fall down, do you, do you choose to get back up? You know, what do you do? Your yeah. mental strength and your characters, you know, are, are kind yeah, of the, the, like, the tenacity, the ability exactly. to pick yourself up and just keep going. Yes. I mean, I, I was reading something the other day that, you know, some of the world's most successful people, I mean, mm-hmm. care about is, is, is their successes, but you, there are literally thousands of things they failed at before they got, before they were successful. Right. Absolutely. And I think like, people you know, just getting... think that people mm-hmm. think that some people just, you know, are successful on the first time around and that's never the case. No, no, not at all. And, and, you know, if you're so right about that, because it's like, you know, when you see successful people, like, you know, even like inventors, right? Like they don't right. just come up with, oh, I just invented electricity, like, you know, those things like the day in the day out. And, and, you know, if you put yourself in their shoes, like, I wonder what Einstein say to himself when he failed, like his hundred experiment and nobody believed him. And, you know, he, everybody thinks he's crazy. It's just that small voice that tell him to keep going, that he's onto something. Those are the voices that we need to keep listening to every single day that put us like one more foot forward. Yeah. You know, every yeah. time you run, right? Like every time I run, I hope like that moment when I feel like I want to quit, like forget this race. <laughs> and that's the kind of mental strength that I'm like, why am I doing this? You know? And the other day, honestly, there was a little girl that stopped me while I was out running. And she's like, why do you run? And it's such a simple question, but it's such a deep question, you know, yeah. it's like, why do you, why do we do what we do? And I think if you don't know that the answer it's time to kind of like dig think for about that. It some more. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Cause that's like, that's, that's what gets you going when the going gets tough. <laughs> right. That's, it's, it's being connected to your purpose and knowing exactly. Yes. Because yes. there are going to be days when that's tested. That's just, that's a fact with everything of life. Oh, absolutely. And there's probably more days you that you'll that be tested as your on anchor, that. If you mm-hmm. keep that connected as your anchor, then it makes the right. days a whole lot easier to deal with. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so true. But this is, this has been great. I've just loved getting your perspective just because you know, these are all, I think, simple things that we, we need to remember to keep in mind, but we don't. 
we don't keep them in mind because we focus so much on the negative, what we don't do well, what the problem is or what it is we don't have. So let's say that someone out there is, is listening and they're feeling really inspired and they, you know, are, are thinking that, you know, they're really liking what you're saying, but they're not quite sure where to begin. What would you tell them? Yeah, I think for for uh, to begin, just take a chance on happiness. You know, it sounds so simple, but sometimes we second guess ourselves. And you know, as parents, as adults, we have a lot of responsibility. The moment we have that like inspired thought, sometimes we squash it right away. Right. <laughs> you know, oh, I agree so, with you. Yeah, and and so you know, my advice to you is like, if you have a dream, if you you know, even if it's been like a while back don't squash that dream and just like, you know, start planting the seeds, nurture it every day. And, you know, you don't have that desire on accident, like nothing in life is a coincidence, like we said earlier. Um, And just the fact that you have that desire, whatever it is, don't second guess yourself, because there is a reason why you have that desire, Uh whether it's in fitness, whether you want to try something new, or, you know, maybe you want to take like Allison's fitness, you know, challenge. I mean, just Uh do it. Instead (laughs) of you're doing it right next week. (laughs) Instead of doing, instead of trying to ask yourself, like, you know, I can't do this, like, ask yourself, like, why not? You know, why not? Like, what do I have to lose? And start taking more chance on happiness. Because the more you, you listen to those small voice, which I call intuition, you know, that's like your inner GPS. And I know for me, myself, like, sometimes when you've been preconditioned to follow like a checklist, Sometimes I forget how to listen to those voices. And sometimes when I feel happy about something, I feel guilty for, you know, whatever it may be. But sometimes those guilt is not even true. It's not even grounded, you know, because like our family wants us to be happy. So take care of you because like if you are happy, then the rest of it is going to fall into place. No, I love that. I just think These are all such really good reminders, which is why I wanted you to come on my show, because I just feel like these are all things that people need to hear and mm-hmm. remind themselves that this right. is what it's all about, that this is the magic, because this is what you find out in the journey. And when you're so focused on the outcome or what you don't have, then this is what you miss out. Right, right. Yeah. Focusing on what you want. Exactly. It's like the law of attraction is like, you know, what you focus on will grow. So why not focus on the life that you want? And, you know, just stop saying, you know, no, I can't, but start saying, hey, I'm, I can do this. I matter and start, you know, going back to that self-love because you're, yeah. there's, you know, your kids are watching you, whether it's your kids or somebody else watching you. And, you know, you have the responsibility of being truthful to yourself, to your life purpose and what better way to kind of, you know, live your life. So like, right. you know, if, if, for example, if, you know, if, if my life stays the same, am I going to be happy? You know, if the answer is no, then let's start making small changes so that we can actually create the life that we're happy, that we're proud of, because that's going to be our legacy, you know? Well, and we only get one, we only get one time on this planet. Right. Right. if, If we've learned anything the last six months, it's that we don't know when the, when the last, when our last time around the sun is going to be. So right, right. Do every day. 
Yes, yes. And, and you know what, like, it's, it's so funny that you mentioned time, because to me in the past, you know, when I was younger, I always think like time, you know, you got all the time in the world, you know, and sometimes like you, you can tell like who, who thinks, you know, we got a lot of time in this world. Right. You know? right. But I think when we start thinking that time is truly non-refundable, you know, like we have to live, we start to, to, I feel like it's, it's better to think about life in a way that's like, how do I want to live my life in intentionally yeah. because intention is so powerful. You know, it's so powerful because like when I set my intention in the morning, when I exercise, that's usually when I set my intention for the rest of the day. It's like my life, you know, it's not, it's not going to be all perfect because there's no such thing as perfect, but I always feel better. Just kind of like I'm more prepared. I guess the word is almost like I have my running shoes on. It's like putting the right gear versus like, you know, if I run barefoot, it's like when I don't, let things, you know, having like the right intention behind things is just yeah. going to be on the defensive mode. Yeah. So that is so important, you know, just kind of putting that mindset. No, I totally agree. <laughs> so I totally agree. This is all good stuff. So, yes. so, um, so Felicia, where can, let's say, where can people find you in case people want to connect with you? Yes. Um, you can find me on www.campsatc.com and uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at campsatc2. And then I will, um, send you the, um, link, I guess, Allison for, um, the books and stuff. Cause the okay. books is actually a picture book that kind of, you know, it's fun, but it's also great for, for people to bond together. And my hope is to inspire people before bedtime. And okay, you know, great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will make sure that all of your information are in the show notes. So if you okay. out listening and you want to connect with Felicia, if you want to check out her travel company, um, or any of her books, then all of her information are in, is in the show notes. So you can, you can definitely connect with her um, there and check that out. So Felicia, thank you again for joining. I know we sort of scheduled this, uh, at yeah. the hour, but I do appreciate you making time. All right. Thank you so much, Allison, for having me. This has been a great conversation. I love it. No problem. My pleasure's all mine. Thank you. And for any of you out there that are listening, that are feeling inspired and feeling like for whatever reason you're being held back or that, you know, maybe you're just not giving yourself full permission to like, but I like, all, all in. Then take some of Felicia's advice and just and just do it. Why not? I mean, I, I love that probably more than anything. It's like, why not? So, and for any of you out there that are still not in my private Facebook community, please come over and living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. We have lots of exciting, fun things coming up uh, probably in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned. I'll have some information on how you can become a supporter of this show. Um, there'll be a couple different levels that if you want to check that out, that we have some um, you know, really cool freebies and incentives that you can take advantage of when you become a supporter of the ultimate journey of self-care. So stay tuned and we'll have that. Uh, We will have all that ready for you very soon. This is Allison Katzkowski with the ultimate journey of self-care. I am so grateful for all of your support. Uh, We are worldwide with uh, thousands of listeners. We're in the sheet. When I was looking at my statistics a couple weeks ago, we are in over 30 different countries now around the world and I could not do it without your support. Um, I so appreciate you listening taking time to send me a note, letting me know if something that I talked about or maybe one of my guests really resonated with you. I always want to hear how you're doing. So my door is always open. Please feel free to go to my website at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com and click contact us. 
and just send me a note. You're welcome to send me an email or you can find me on Facebook as well. Um, I always like to know how you're doing um, because self-care is a journey. Um, so, and we tend to focus a lot on the outcome that we want and we forget about all the fun things that happen in between. And that's why we call it a journey. So this is Allison Katzkowski again with the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make a difference.